seemingly that was tony rock that was chris rock brother it sounds like he wants them hands see chris had a like chris had a lot to lose he wasn't gonna hit will back he probably wasn't even expecting it but it's looking rough it is looking real rough from the movie side for will now will done messed all that up and for what and you'll see, you'll see what he messed it up for. There's one point about the incident that has not been made, or at least not been made enough or loudly enough. And I'd be remiss if I allowed the week to end and officially retired from Slapgate discussions without bringing it up. And here's the point. Um, we know that Will Smith is a neutered cuckold prone to violent and performative rage. That much has been established. And he's received plenty of much-deserved criticism because of that, and also plenty of not-at-all-deserved support and yet the biggest villain in this whole situation, the person who shares at least as much of the blame, if not more, has been left off the hook entirely. And that would be Will Smith's wife and lots of other men's girlfriend, Jada Pinkett Smith. Before we talk about her role in the slap that will live in infamy, we should take a look at Jada's background. 
Now, aside from the fact that she's been an actress for 30 years and has yet to appear in a good movie in her entire career, um, the first thing to establish about Jada Pinkett Smith is that she's extremely weird and creepy. So for example, here she is a few years ago talking to her daughter about how her grandmother taught her, that is taught Jada, about self-pleasuring, quote unquote, at the age of nine. Wow. Listen. My grandmother taught me about self-pleasuring because she wanted me to know that that pleasure was from me. Exactly. Whoa. Really? Now, now listen, listen to and see Jada's mother was sitting there too. Listen to this diabolical hood rat talk here. Listen to this. She didn't want me to fall into the hands of a man and if he gave me pleasure to think that that was him. Yeah. And she taught me at nine. Good what that woman's, what, who's, I don't know who that woman is in pink. Yeah, some Becky was, just, she was looking just like, oh, wow, this is wonderful. And they've been imposing that garbage on their children, you see. But she is so excited to hear about a nine-year-old being taught about masturbation. So, reflecting back on her experience of being sexually groomed by her own grandmother, the bizarre lesson that Jada takes away from it is that sex is a selfish pursuit when a woman is with a man, she says, I'll touch that again. As time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement mm -hmm. with August. One thing I want to get clear about and clean up, one of the... Now, she's trying to clean something up. I just want to play that audio again for y'all. She didn't want to say adultery. She wanted to say entanglement. This is a 50-year-old woman. Keep in mind, this is a 50-year-old woman here. Using word salad and all these different weasel words. The things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, which is, uh, you know, the only person that can give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yeah. circumstance is myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But what August was probably trying to communicate, mm -hmm. because I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated mm -hmm. amicably. Yeah. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker, mm. which he's not. I think so. I mean, because this is your red table. What is the definition of a homewrecker? This is a person that's basically saying, she's basically saying adultery doesn't matter. The laws of marriage doesn't really matter. And basically trying to give him a pass and say, well, yeah, he didn't wreck our home. Well, what do you call a man bouncing on your wife that comes into your home, dude? I mean, whoa, this is insane. This is insane. It gets more diabolical. When you like brought yourself to the red table, I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. As far as what? You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> she tried to act, she tried to play it off and act like she didn't know what he was talking about. That's another that's another weasel weasel thing that she's doing you're dealing with a weasel <laughs> yes a relationship yes it was a yeah. relationship absolutely i was in a lot of pain and i was very broken that's maybe the most brutal video clip in the history of the world that's really hard to watch um in entanglement she says 
And the only thing she cares to clarify to her husband when it comes to her sexual entanglements with other men is that she, um, she didn't need his permission to sleep around. Also, she's the real victim because she was hurting. She was broken. And, and, and it, was, it was sickening. It was absolutely, I physically felt ill. And I'm still a little traumatized Me by too. it. Me too. Wanda, who. But to look back on it now and to see the people coming out and defending Will Smith, which I'm trying to be careful in 2022. Mental health is a real thing. Yeah. He needs help because if you're that out of control at the Oscars on the biggest night of your career, there's yeah. something severely wrong. And, um, you know, look, I, I didn't know about the alopecia. I believe Chris Rock didn't know about it either. Yeah, he said, he, uh, a source says he didn't know. Uh, he did? He didn't know. Right. So Chris Rock is one of the greatest comedians of the last hundred. Now, remember what I was saying. I was talking earlier to one of my homies. I said, okay, what is the precedence being set for comedy? What can and can't you say? Now, this guy is one of the writers or directors of Entourage. So this is this is more people that's coming out nailing them. On top of the fact that they're start, something on TMZ, they said something about removing them from all types of roles. And one specific movie, which was a very, very, very iconic historically. I mean, this is a very important person, uh, a foundational Black American that was enslaved. He was supposed to be playing him. And nigga, you messed all that up for what? years and this show is the Oscars that is celebrating artistic expression is the Oscars that is celebrating artistic expression and you basically have Will Smith trying to cancel him live in addition to that he's 6'3 trained for Muhammad Ali and he's smacking little 60 year old Chris Rock yeah who didn't move by the way so I'm a, I'm a little like shocked that Will Smith didn't and then he said he didn't move him so he's kind of clowning him there like man you really didn't do anything you're not really getting major points from it man look put him a little further back but I find it horrifying in that the Academy sat there and then they uh, they stood up and gave him a standing ovation and the whole thing is horrifying to me you were looking for I just wanted to feel good mm -hmm. it had been so long mm -hmm. since I felt good mm -hmm. husband I'm with now I got to be with you at the press conference <laughs> while you like to tell the world uh, about your transgressions <laughs> well, so like I love I love my baby I'm gonna stand by my baby no matter what no, I yeah that was, and then see that what he said I stand by my baby and that's that's the simpish that's the simpism right there. He lost, he lost her, he, she lost respect for him right there. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely understand um, why it would look that way or feel that way, but I actually don't look at it as a transgression at all. Through that particular journey, I learned so much mm -hmm. about myself and was able to really confront a lot of emotional immaturity, emotional insecurity, mm -hmm. and I was really able to do some really deep healing. Mm -hmm. It was really a joy to just help heal somebody. Yeah. Friends with Chris Kelly and Chris Ross and Smith. Yeah, Chris Ross. Yeah, those are our little homies. We, that was our homies right there. You know what I'm saying? We kick and this is Daz Dillinger basically talking about the situation with Chris Cross. That man earlier, you know, he painted a good picture on, you know, the, their family sexual history. I mean, we're talking about somebody, I mean, Chris Cross, they was kids. Jada was much older than those kids, Chris Cross, around that time. In the 90s or something like that. 
It was them all the motherfuckers. That was the first dude I seen. You think Jada Pinkett was entangling? She was entangling with Chris Kelly from Mother Crisscross, because Crisscross was in the room and he was like, Jada Pinkett is at the door, but don't leave. Take this weed. Chill. We like, damn, that mother gave us an ounce of weed. I'm gonna kick it right here. Then he came back in, he said, yeah, that was Jada Pinkett. I'm like, damn, this Jada Pinkett at a young age. Wow, Chris Kelly was that? 1993, around that way. Wow. Yeah, okay. she was entangling me. Shout out to Jada. <laughs> <laughs> Back daddy make it jump. Entanglement is jumping. She was jumping on them entanglements. That's your floor and ain't changed since that far. And neither have you, big old tall bitch. Yeah, yeah, you might well go back and try to play basketball. Go coach some high school for basketball, nigga. You might do better than life. <laughs> and I ain't never liked basketball playing that nigga. I used to fuck y'all girls in school. Yeah, I used to bully the niggas that played sports. I was a little bitty nigga that can tell everybody what to do growing up. And I did. I was a mean, little hateful little motherfucker. And I was a bully. And I bullied tall niggas. All y'all laughing in here for what? Because it's funny? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, Fentanyl Floyd. Yeah, nigga full of that Fentanyl downtown trying to pass a fake $20 bill, and he got an NBA playing brother. Now, they say, listen, he couldn't get $20 from nobody. They got $20 million out of his ass. I bet he mad in the motherfucker. Shit, God, I didn't get $20 million, and I couldn't get $20 on her. I done come to help him, and I'm a millionaire to help him. Man, I, this shit ain't fair. God, I want to go back to earth. <laughs> say, say, what did George Floyd come to Chicago? Nigga ain't shit in Chicago. What the fuck I'm on? Don't nobody go to Chicago. Don't nobody. Dirk, ain't Dirk ain't in Chicago. Ain't nobody that's having money in Chicago. So what the fuck I'm gonna go where there's a bunch of broke motherfuckers on the block for? Mad at one another because a nigga live two streets down the way and everybody broke. I'm not coming nowhere like that there. Bunch of broke motherfuckers grew up together playing football together, basketball together, going to elementary school together, and they arch enemies. Nah, I'm not going nowhere where it's a bunch of stupid-ass black motherfuckers like that and they not vibrant. It's vibrant in Atlanta. Say, in Atlanta, you see niggas riding around in Bentleys and, and Maybach trucks and, and all kind of shit. When you go to Chicago, all them niggas walking. Yeah, them Chicago niggas walking. Them niggas ain't even got cars. Hey, bullshit. Say, I ain't seen a Chicago nigga take a picture next to a car. All them niggas is block-walking nigga, Tennis shoe, feet, wine-ass niggas. Yeah, yeah, they, niggas ain't got no vehicle. So, no, I'm not going nowhere where niggas ain't got cars. Every nigga walking with a gun. Nigga, please, no wonder them niggas killing each other. They can't get away. Niggas just can't ride and just, just get an escape. So, no, Chicago is a beautiful city for tourists. Listen, I'm 45 years old. I ain't never heard a nigga say, let's go to Chicago. It's cold up there. Yeah, it's cold up there. And, and the black people are not the majority. We, You know... He in Chicago, you if you ain't a tourist, you got to be careful up there. You better be a tourist. You better have some family or you better be a tourist. Straight up. You better be a tourist or you better have some family up there. And yes, it is cold. But he made a point. He, he made a point about Atlanta. 
Atlanta's vibrant. He said, man, they riding real clean down there. They riding two, $300,000 cars. You know, you're not having people shooting each other every five minutes. Oh, they got shootouts in Atlanta. Don't get me wrong. But if you were to look at a place that has a lot of black businesses, quite quite likely more than the average place, much more than Minnesota, I know, maybe even more than Chicago, because you have a lot of people from Chicago that move down to Atlanta. So that statement has to either be correct or incorrect, one or the other. It has to be correct or incorrect. Chicago, if you're not a tourist, and you're not there for a specific reason, such as family or something like that, nah. So he has a point here. We from the South. We like niggas and we like seeing a bunch of black people. We don't see Italians, we don't see Puerto Ricans, we don't see none of that. White boy, Mexican, nigga. And, 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 and life is basic like this here. Having to try to understand a Latin king and a, a black gangster disciple and a Spanish gangster disciple and the difference between men, that shit is too complicated. And everybody po. That's the thing about it. Having to understand the dynamics of Chicago and everybody broke and doing bad in a motherfucker. So I'm just, all their kids get free lunch. Man, my kids ain't never been able to qualify for a free lunch. No, no, everybody, everybody around you getting government assistance. I'm not coming nowhere like that. Two o'clock and I'm faded. This cuss feeling amazing. Got a voice oh, smell on my phone from a little breezy feeling X-rated. She told a nigga she hurting. To be able to know that you have done what you are required to do, that Clarence you Thomas. have been truthful, that you have not deceived people, that you can put your head on your pillow and sleep soundly. Like See, they're giving Clarence Thomas the real nigga wake up call. They've been giving Negroes the real nigga wake up calls for the past couple months here. Now, Clarence Thomas was no third good marshal. Let's be very clear about that. The thing is, is what they're doing with him is they're saying, okay, his wife is responsible. You know, they say she was involved in the in the race soldier invasion at the Capitol, which of course a lot of them are getting slaps on the wrist. But this dude didn't really have anything to do with that. He's a Supreme Court judge. And what they're doing with him is they're saying, all right, we gonna, we gonna put the nigga on the chopping block. Now, his wife is white and no surprise from Clarence Thomas. The thing is, is he's not the one that sent the text, but he's saying, okay, by proxy, nigga, your wife did something. So we gonna act like you did it. So you had AOC and you had all the Democrats and you got all these people talking about, well, you know, I mean, it almost seems like they're trying to fire him. So old massive Mitch McConnell there, he jumps up and says, hey, 
you should just ignore it. But see, they're giving you the, they're they're trying to give you the no coon retirement plan treatment. That's what they're trying to do. Now let, let's continue this here. Grandfather always talked about the, the 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 sort of peace that you had when you did what was right, and so there was nothing that the. And by the way, this audio is over a year old or so, so they threw that in there. The critics can either give me or take away that's of value to me. They can't take away sort of what I think about what I do because they have no input into that. Professor Goodwin, does that sound to you like a man who cares much about the controversy his wife has thrust the Supreme Court into? Now, you heard what he asked that question. Does that sound like a man that cares? The thing is, he didn't do it. They said it thrust the, the Supreme Court into controversy. He didn't do it. So now what you're what they're doing now was they're convicting you of what something your wife did. And there's no charges. Have y'all noticed that? There's no criminal charges against his wife whatsoever. There is no criminal charges. But the interesting part that I found out is the Supreme Court doesn't have like an ethics committee. Well, to be clear, that's a statement from a few years ago, but he certainly should be concerned. And so should every member of the United States Supreme Court and as well uh, members of our Congress and members of the Congress are now uh, deliberating. Redneck Rambler, what's happening? About imposing, setting law that would impose ethics rules to be applied to the United States Supreme Court. It is our one branch within law where there are no ethics ethics rules and things Disney Laura literally now, now, did, you, did you hear that there's no ethics rules in the Supreme Court so if they have a law if the Supreme Court has a law I call it the white Supreme Court if the white Supreme Court has a law that basically says we're gonna base what we believe in our interpretation of the framers and there's no ethics how does that work but see, what they're doing is they're putting him on the chopping block. They're giving him the real nigga wake up call. That's what they're doing. They're waking him up. They're, the alarm clock is banging him in the head at about 530 in the morning, like when the feds come through and get you. And they're basically saying, yeah, nigga, your wife, your wife did something, but uh, we're going to act like you did it. We're going to act like you did it. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I didn't do it. His, there's no charges against his wife. Now, like I said, I'm not, I've never been a fan of Mr. Thomas. I, you know, uh, like I said, he was no third good marshal at all. But what I'm going to say is, 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 is now this is my rule. This is my rule here. This is basically saying, all right, Negro. Yeah, we know you got a white wife and all, but hey, yeah, you're going you gonna to take this L on her. And he's like, hey. I'm not the one to send the, t send the text. I ain't have nothing to, to do with the January 6th invasion. I didn't have nothing to do with that. They haven't charged her with a crime. So this is very interesting. Now, now, now listen to this stuff with Disney. I was watching, I was getting some footage from Fox. And I believe it was Laura Trump or it was somebody, I think it was Laura Trump. She was talking about how like, I mean, this shit at Disney, it, it, it's getting out of control. This ain't even about the children anymore. I mean, this shit is Orwellian at this point. 
it's getting way too much out of control with this orientation. The kids are, I mean, they're really forcing sexual sex down their throats. I mean, it, it, it's sickening. Well, this, bi this bill does is it says to school employees, you know, don't instruct on, you know, sexual orientation and gender identity for kids under eight. Why, why would progressives oppose yeah. that? Who, who would oppose that? Who in their right mind thinks we should be talking to any child about sexuality, about sex? I mean, gosh, kids just grow up quick enough as it is. We really want. Does, did people know, see, and even with the little, with the Oscar BS and all that, I mean, we're, we're really getting besides ourselves when it comes to this shit. It's like, we have a full food shortage. A lot of people miss, mix, they miss that. Jim Crow Joe, he made an announcement. There's, there's going to be a food shortage. And then all of a sudden now he got all this oil. And that's why I was telling people, they're like, well, the gas prices is high, man. I don't know. I'm going to pay for gas. And the thing is, is like a guy told me many years ago, he said, man, because I asked about the oil. Why is the price going up in this, that, and the third? And he said, son, you got to understand something. It's not about what they got. It's about a projection of what they think they could have. So I said, so you're telling me that they just cooked the books and they just price gouged. He said, yeah, that's how gas works. There's oil in Texas. We got oil in Fargo, North Dakota up here. The U.S. Could, the U.S. has access to it. Now, there's probably some other politics and things of that nature that's going, that's involved with that. However, this whole thing they keep talking about ukraine and putin and all this type of shit. and my stance is very clear i don't i haven't really spoken on it too much what's up what's happening to the kids out there in ukraine it's unfortunate but i really don't give a fuck about ukraine man ukraine has a known long-standing uh nazi conglomerate in ukraine and they talking about bringing a hundred thousand of them over here you know what that means then these coon ass HBCUs are welcoming a bunch of Ukrainian people. I'm not saying everybody is just going to come over here and just be slaughtering black folks like Dylan Roof. What I'm saying is, man, is you got niggas right now in North Carolina, South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, right down the street, right down the street from that HBCU. They couldn't get they, charity don't start a home. See, the news has been ignoring a lot of that. The black media has been, been really keeping their boots on this type of shit. You have a, Ukraine has probably more Nazi organizations probably than any European country. Quiet is kept. Quiet is kept. And yeah, they gonna start bringing them over here. They just let one of the guys from the Capitol, remember I reported the last show, one guy he did some you know he was part of the capital invasion sedition against the united states of america violating the constitution he should have been lined up at a firing squad and he wasn't and they let him go over there to uh was that believers or belarus or whatever right over there off of by poland and ukraine they let him go over there and get citizenship so that tells you something there now on the flip side one can say this as well they can say this man was standing up for his constitutional rights and some other country was interested in helping him support that. That's another argument somebody could use if they want to. Not too much sure on that narrative, but they could say that. 
But this whole, well, the LGBT 5000 basically telling kids, I mean, it's 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 pretty much like lightweight pedophilia. It, it's getting to that point. It's actually, it's already there. And this is getting out of control. I was going to get some footage of Disney. And from what I've heard with Disney, you know, I grew up on Disney. But I remember seeing some of those old Disney cartoons, and a lot of those old Disney cartoons were really, really funny style. They had black folks looking like monkeys. They had black folks looking like cannibals. Um, they had a lot of mammies and a lot of a lot of real, real, you know, Jim Crow plantation style type of uh, propaganda on there. So that made me suspect that Mr. Disney was a suspected white supremacist. And I'm pretty sure I could pull up a lot of receipts on that on that statement. But, you know, I grew up watching Sword of the Stone. Um, shit, I want I will even want to see the new one on Disney Plus, the one with uh what was it, Thor's brother, uh Loki and um Moon Moon. I was gonna say moonshine. <laughs> I was gonna say moonshine, no, moon moon night or whatever. I, I, I kind of want to see that. Um yeah, man. I mean, but but them like, okay, I'm a kid, dude. It's like I just want to go and I want to play. I don't want to see a f- bunch of fucking drag queens and a bunch of weird shit. You know, I mean, it, it's it's out of control. Want to accelerate that? It is absolutely mind-boggling. But I imagine that Walt Disney is turning over in his grave right now, seeing how absurd this stance is that Disney took. They didn't need to take a stance at all. They didn't. Powerful thirsty, Mr. Henry. And now I can conjugate more proper like. What you gonna do? He said, I can conjugate more proper like. Conjugate. That's a hell of a word. Let me look that shit up. Conjugate. Let me see. Conjure. Hold on. Shit. Oh, 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 he said cogitate. Okay, so it, it's cogitate. Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, cogitate. I use a little Google, a little white man be speaking. He said cogitate. Yeah, cogitate. That's how I be looking up my words, dictionary. Yeah, that, Google got a cold ass dictionary. To think deeply about something, meditate or reflect. What you gonna do? you gonna do what you gonna do what you gonna do what you gonna do what you gonna do will Now use a base head. You're all messed up, man. Your life is trash. Oh, no, no, 
corn look like stir fried shit. Man, I know that, man. Why y'all hook me up with some food, man? Come on, look, man. Man, there's a line. You gotta wait. Look, we can get this man something to eat, please. Oh, yes, yes. Here, you want some more? Uh, how's that? How's that, all right? Oh, hey, Pookie, you clean yourself up, man. Maybe I'll give you a job. This is beneath me. That used to be the prom queen. Now you ain't nothing but the prom thing. Look at you now. Look at you. Hey! Hey, hey what? Hey, what? Did I hook you up? Did I walk down six blocks to get a bike so I read it my phone couldn't speak English? Stone Cold Steve Austin. You said Stone Cold Steve Austin. He, he's making his return to the ring after 19 years. Oh shit. Stone Cold. He's going to be slamming beers. Stone Cold Steve Austin. How old is Stone Cold right now? About 50? Fifty-seven. Damn, that's pretty old. He's still in shape. I'm going to play some bars in a minute. We, we going to play some bars. <laughs> You little punk ass chump, the girl of his internal, use a poor excuse for a brother. Ah, shit, man! Pookie got a light. He got a light of that crack. That nigga hit that crack and went straight back to the dark side. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Bagland Podcast. This is Bagland DP, where we discuss politics, tech, and tangibles. If it's not about that, I don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have you call up soon here. Yeah, tonight, I have a question. I have a question. Can you smack someone... And stay on the job. Can can you do that? I'm just I'm just curious. I'm wondering if you can do that. Can you smack somebody? Get my levels together. Hold on. Let's get my levels right. Can you smack somebody and not get fired? That's the question tonight. That's what I want to know. 
Not without being physically provoked. Okay. So so you can't smack anybody. You can't do that. Now, I got another question. Was that considered to be the workplace where Will was at? Raccoon 6, what's happening? We're live on the Bagland Podcast. I have another question. Starting in the question mode. Can you smack somebody off the workplace while still representing the workplace? That's the question at hand. Can, can you smack somebody representing the workplace by, while being off site of the workplace? Because with my experience being in information technology, wherever you're representing the client, and wherever you're representing the workplace, which means if I go to the bar on happy hour, which is outside of working hours, but we have a contractor and I just walk up to Becky and say, hey, Becky, you really got some slamming tutors on you. You know, I sure like your blue eyes and those big ass tits. I like it. Is that a violation and code of conduct of work policy? Now, someone can say, well, man, you off of work. No, but she's a contractor. She's she's one of the contractors at IBM or VMware. She works at Google. She's a data scientist. And I decided I wanted to comment on her breast at the bar with my coworkers. Am I still on the job? I believe I am on the job. I'm representing the company at hand because these are the these are my conglomerate. These are my colleagues that I'm working with. So based on that statement, I want to bring out some other information to what I heard about on TMZ saying films are reportedly paused by studios. The me and my homie was just conversating about this not too long ago, actually earlier today around 11 AM. And it looks like It looks like films that are on Netflix and Sony, you know, they're kind of cutting back on the production, something called Fast and Loose, Bad Boys 4, they said. Um, Director David Leach was originally attached to Fast and Loose, but he stepped away a week before the Oscars last week and Netflix was reportedly scrambling to find a replacement. That is until Will hit Chris Rock. They said Bright 2 was in the mix. Council was in the mix. See, y'all got to understand production, screenwriting, all of that. They don't start principal photography until the budget and everything's all cut. So if you're with the Academy, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're with the Academy, it's almost like a union. Will Smith ain't no C-list Chitlin circuit, back alley, banjo, fucking actor. 
I mean, this nigga's a top-tier blockbuster motherfucker. I mean, he's bringing in 100 million, 200 million plus every time. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, anytime you got something like this going on, they said the Bad Boy sequel, they put that on hold indefinitely. They said he received 40 pages of the script recently. So that means they was getting... You know, he's, you got to think, this man's like a wizard with it. He was going to be the next Denzel. He got 40 pages of the script, which means he's already said, okay, I'm going to read this. I got it. He might tell them, hey, look, I need 15, 20, 30 million for this shit. That's a big investment. But because he slapped rock, somebody could say, well, hey, and remember what the guy said. And it almost sounded like some jared taylor pre-genetics talk almost a little bit agnes victor what's happening what's going on we lied it almost sounded like some black brute oh you negroes are violent you're genetically violent some of that bell curve dr shockley kind of stuff he said but because he did it in front of the world now you got a situation i mean they said there's other films a hancock sequel karate kid sequel they said that will has a production company already so he's making them he's not just starring in them then there was a new apple one called emancipation now this was about a runaway slave from a Louisiana plantation portraying the man who infamously posed for a photo which he shows off the many scars on his back. Now, going into high school, college, I'm pretty sure that a lot of app coder, what's happening, what's going on? I'm pretty sure that a lot of you have seen this picture. If you've seen this picture that I'm talking about, you're never gonna forget it, all right? This is a picture of a black man. He's showing the scars of the whips. Now, this is a foundational black American, uh, as which they call it. This is 1863, Whip Peter. So this was just a few years before the 1866 Indian treaties, which foundational blacks were supposed to receive reparations from. Not too far from the Addison Onum's treaty down there in Florida, uh, going with this, uh, in, in reference to the Maroons and Seminole Indians. So, this would have probably been another Oscar for Will. But he has had the taste and chosen for hood rats. That's the taste that he has. And instead of Jada, when she when he walked up, instead of her jumping on that nigga's back and saying, don't you fuck up this money, nigga control your emotions your woman is supposed to help you control that shit you are the breadwinner and you are the bag don't fuck this shit up so now you could have got bright you could have got bad boys karate kid you've already been people have already said you've been beta and cucking and cooning so i'm just saying you might as well there was no reason to apologize if you weren't going to go ahead and go along with it. All right. So they say he resigned from the academy. So they probably just gave him a sweet deal. Hey, man, just fall back. His lawyer probably said, hey, just resign. Just, you know, 
make it look good. But will this is this is not a it's definitely not a good financial look. But I would have loved to see him and with Peter. I know sometimes you know niggas get tired of slave movies. Okay, his name was Gordon or with Peter. His name was okay, so he died in 1907. So I, let me give a little, uh, a little back, back information on this. So this brother was an escaped slave. Gordon. I mean, there's really not too much that we know about him. But what's crazy about it is. That's why they try to say, well, you Negroes ain't patriotic. Black foundational black Americans are the most patriotic people on the planet. Niggas fought in a war where they weren't even considered to be fucking citizens. This brother reached a Union army camp, which a lot of the Union soldiers defected. Over 100,000 of them defected. And they tucked their tail and ran during the Civil War. A lot of people don't know that. But they're showing a picture of this brother. His name was Gordon or whipped Peter. I'm going to post it in the chat so y'all could I'm sure you've seen this. I'm sure you've seen this. So this was a photo during the abolition movement, the abolitionist movement. And let's be clear, a lot of the abolitionists, a lot of them were running scams. A lot of them were running scams. So he escaped in March, 1863 from the 3,000 acre plantation of John and Bridget Lyons, who held him and nearly 40 other people in slavery at the time of the 1860 census. So the Lyons plantation was located along the west bank of the Akshafalaya River in St. Landry Parish. Look at that river here. Between present day Melville and Crot Springs, Louisiana. So to mask his scent from the bloodhounds, he took onions from the plantation. Man, foundational black Americans are so fucking resilient. This nigga that took onions from the plantation, he carried it in his pockets. I don't know, man. Some of these trap niggas, man, <laughs> they should keep some onions in their car. His back is to the camera and he is looking over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was like an old picture. I, I grew up seeing this picture. I seen it in a few books. Now a lot of the race soldiers are trying to take it out. You know, this CRT bullshit. You know, I don't like the critical race theory concept. There's no such thing as theory. You either have racism or you don't. I believe the system of racism, white supremacy, definitely exists. And proof is this brother Gordon right here. That's proof of his back right there. It exists or it doesn't. And I'm looking at his back and it exists. But the whole CRT thing is, it's this intersectional operative, the democratic operative thing where they want to blend in some sexual orientation and then they want to blend in some racism and then they want to blend in some gender roles and blend in old oh, toxic masculinity. Oh, you men are so toxic and oh man, fuck all that. Just call it racism, white supremacy and be done with it. Let's stop being confused because the CRT, a lot of the white liberal Democrats use the CRT to get a big bag. Just like up here in Minnesota, they use they use the George Floyd thing to get a big bag. They're still getting money off George Floyd. Philando Castile that was gunned down by the race soldier many a couple of years ago. There was this professor, some white dude collected a whole over a hundred thousand dollars, and now he's got to give the money back. 
So yeah, this this brother here, he joined the Union Army three months after the Emancipation Proclamation, allowed for the enrollment of free slaves into the military forces. So now they're saying, okay, well, you Negroes were three-fifths of a human. Now you can join and help us good white folks decide how we're going to steer this boat. Because you got to think the North, they use this whole, well, you know, we wanted to help y'all out and all that. It was, no. We needed some numbers. We don't give a damn about you niggas. You got to think a lot of them Northerners, they weren't, they weren't looking at it from a standpoint. Wilson China was an influence as well. Who's Wilson China? Hold on. Wilson China. Wilson Chin. Hold on. Let me look up Wilson Chin. Who's Wilson Chin? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, my God. This is, fuck. Yeah, I remember this one. Let me post this one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like the little shit we see in the movies. Yeah, Foundation of Black Americans built this shit. Yeah, man, he. Yeah, man, branded slave from New Orleans. I'm telling you, New Orleans got a lot of. Yeah, man. And see, when you look at what's on his head, like you can't even really escape. If you fall, you damn near break your neck. That's that's brutal. That's like demonic. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, getting getting get, getting getting back to Will. There was a, a term that I seen someone use, and I, I we use the word simp. You say your husband knows a lot about this since it was part of his heritage. Where's your husband from? Where where is he from? Tennessee. Okay. Well, what where where about in Tennessee? Is it Memphis or somewhere else? Dana Point CA. Yeah. In LA. They they use they got this word now that I heard this white guy use by the word of a cuck, a weak or servile man. So we you know where we come from we call it simping. Knoxville Tennessee. Okay, I'm familiar with that. We call it simping. See what Will did, and see this is what I've been hearing. I've been seeing online a lot of the hood rat whorehouse whorehouse logic has been well you know hashtag protect black women. Okay, let's talk about Breonna Taylor. I don't really want to support some woman that's telling her little daughter, yeah, you should masturbate at nine and I've had an entanglement and I don't need permission to cheat and all this old bullshit. Like, it's like, hold on, wait a minute. You can't get another Will, Jada. Will, you can't get it. Jada, you can't get another Will. And Will's not strong enough to, to, to he, he's not strong enough to understand that. Before we get into it, I'm going to have my man Phil Solomon call up. We're going to get into some bars. I played a little bit of it before. We're going we gonna to get into some old Gangsta Gibbs bars because I'm not hearing a lot of bars. I'm going to tell you what. Now, this is Static Selector. This is, this is, this is before signing to, to the CTE. we going to do we gonna give you one of my favorite MCs. He's got an EP dropping in the next couple weeks. 
Freddie Gibbs. What's going on, Gangsta Gibbs? Let's get right into it. My name is Static Selective. Alongside my man DJ Burn One and Josh the Goon. And we bring to you. Now, you, you ain't gonna hear no symphony on this song. None. Live and direct from Gary, Indiana. Straight killer. Give it up for Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, this for my niggas. Strictly for all my niggas. Yeah, this for my niggas. Strictly for yeah, this for my niggas, strictly for all my niggas Start your engine, put the fuel on and mop the most with the switches This ain't for police, the prosecutors, the politicians nah. This for those that push the put they self in the proper position This yeah. ain't for the niggas who take the stand and work for the feds Hope you leave your house today and catch all the points in your head Bitch. For real, Skrilla, my nigga, hit menace and Charlie Mack yeah. First wants to show you that these gangsters from Giacobrack And if we live by lyrics, that's why them people investigate Loco in the head, think I need to speak to the head of state then Mr. Obama, my neighborhood filled with drama Tell them majors send them punk ass patrolmen Put on their armor cause we banging them Dollars for dope, we still exchanging them yeah. The mail I leave the slave with the broken noose I can't hang with them house niggas of hip hop nah. Fuck the shucking and jiving It's that Midwest murder on motherfuckers Must I remind them gangsta gear Static selection Bitch, motherfucker Hey this, shout out to the simps and the cuffs This is against the simps and the cuffs right here Listen to this yeah, bitch, yes, I'm a pimp, I ain't no ladies, man. Yeah. Bitch, yes, I'm a pimp, I ain't no ladies. Bitch, yes, I'm a pimp, I ain't no ladies, man. Yeah. Heard that he gave you the world, wouldn't get you shit, even if I gave a damn. Uh, I'm sugar free in my 83 as I'm slanging D. I make a bitch take a trip to push the shit from point A to B. Play with me, get your head bust if you wanna. Done invading niggas' homes, Georgia to California. In my Ada and Y. Straight killing, no feeling, straight out of GI. Bitch, you miss me, I bet I sent some bullets with my reply. Rap like that, cause this industry noted the flow is fatal. When I'm making these magazine covers without no record label. Ask my nigga. Rock everything we eat is straight off the street. A fucking savage beast. I can't let you leave. Just see like I'm here to slam. Go right back to the store, get my digits up. I hope my plug ain't changing the prices. I just might stick him up. Hit him up, put the dog to his dome if he get the fine. This a sample of the dope you can try before you buy a straight key. Yeah. Big shot to Archie. Let's set some ground rules right now. All right, all right, all right. We'll get some more bars pretty soon here. We will get some more bars pretty soon here. Now, here's the thing. When you have that kind of disrespect, where someone starts telling you, well, I didn't need your permission, need your permission for this and that. If you look at the matrix, if you if you look at all of the things that she has is because of Will. Will could have had Holly Berry you know what I'm saying? Will Will would have been better off with Holly Berry. Holly wouldn't have wouldn't Holly Berry wouldn't have sat up there and she dealt with some dusty dudes in her past in, in, in the past here. Man, she, all that would have did is they would have brought up, they would have brought themselves up. Holly Berry wouldn't have sat at no damn table talk talking about, well, Nigga, I don't need your permission, and this is an entanglement and using all these stealth operative weasel words. Oh, you know, um I I I needed healing and all this type of stuff. And the person that he could have slapped would have been August as opposed to Chris Rock. Chris Rock wasn't in bed with your wife. Chris Rock wasn't in bed with your wife, sir. 
That's the point we have to look at. Chris Rock wasn't, you know, do y'all remember the movie Heat with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro? I believe it was the movie Heat, if I want to make a reference. And I remember, if that's the correct movie that I'm talking about, is Robert De Niro, or no, it was it was Pacino. Pacino was upset with his wife because his wife or ex-wife or whoever, I, I think she was his ex-wife or they were getting a divorce. He was basically telling her, okay, you could have your cake and eat it too, bitch, but don't have this thing up in here in my house shoes, in my robe, watching my TV in my couch or my um, lazy boy. That's too much. You dig? So it's, it's one thing she's having her cake and eat it too. It's another thing you bringing this dude on trips and this is supposed to be your child's friend, which makes it even more creepy. And you get mad because a nigga makes a alopecia joke. So the sentiment that you're mostly hearing is they want to start comparing, well, protect black women. Now, when I hear that, I think of Breonna Taylor. I think of Sandra Bland. I don't think of somebody jumping up talking about I had an entanglement and I don't need your permission and having all this uh, feminist, um, I want to defy a man, all this feminist bullshit and all this intersectional, these are all feminist intersectional talking points. But then... Now they went from old toxic masculinity to you got to beat the brakes off of somebody because I think that's what you should do and lose out on bright two and lose out on, especially this film that I was talking about with Gordon. I mean, that's, that's something, especially a lot of young black children need to see. I mean, that story needs to be told, but you're probably not going to hear about it. You might hear about it from someone else. I don't know who else would do it. Um, Denzel probably could do it, but I don't think Denzel going to take it. He's going to be like, okay, I don't want to be in no more slave movies. I mean, he did Glory in the 80s. He was like, he probably was like, fuck it. Denzel's one of the elite. He's going to be very picky about what he, you know, which movies he does. I think there was one on Apple that he just did something talking about uh, Macbeth or something like that, where he played in, um, I think it was like a Irish dynasty or something. I don't know. I want to see it, but yeah, Denzel's going to be picky about what he does, but you know, will, you know, if he's pushing 50, I mean, he's still, he still could get that Denzel status, but man, you didn't fucked it up. Trying to impress Jada. That's why why Chris Rock's brother said, man, we playing Tupac all day. That was like a little sly incident. I'm opening up the phone lines now. If Phil wants Phil Solomon wants to call in, we opening up the phone lines. Yeah, that was like a little, 
that was like a little sly piece of information. You know, he's saying, hey, you know, I know. Here we go. You're live. What's happening? Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. I'm calling in without headphones this week. Okay. Okay. I was at uh, Boost Mobile uh, upgrading my phone, and a guy in a wheelchair walked in there trying to buy some headphones. And the guy wouldn't, he didn't have none to sell them. So I had some, a pair of headphones, the ones I use here. So I just gave it to the guy in the, in the wheelchair. So I'll get some more. I'll get some headphones this week. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good gesture. But I see you're talking about uh, the hottest topic of the week. Well, Chris Rock was right when he said, uh, what did he say? This is going to make the world history? I didn't, you know, when I first seen that, I did not. Um, it didn't register to me that much. Well, I thought it was fake. I did too, initially. I thought it was I thought it was scripted at first. I thought I thought there was a chance it was scripted all the way until the uh TMZ just dropped that news about all the suspended um projects. Bad Boys 4. I didn't know they was doing it. they was gonna do a bad boys four. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at, and that's why I say these are blockbusters, man. You're looking at another hundred million dollar uh, hit. Like I say, he this man brings in the bag. He brings in hits. So one sentiment that I was hearing, where people were saying, is that you know, well, he could do his own thing. He has his production company. All right, but it's almost like me saying. I'm using Podbean, right? But I don't want to deal with Podbean no more. Then I'm like, well, DP, you can't use YouTube. And I'm like, all right, what other platform are people going to really be able to hear me on? Right. Not only that, not only that, it's, 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 uh, I mean, here's another thing that Will's going to have to deal with when it comes to movies right now is, is anybody going to watch? <laughs> you mean? People, people watching. Surprisingly, you, you, I mean, people, you got to think all the people that were so against the slap and, and, and the whole ordeal. Like I said, the ratings went up sky high. They haven't had. They haven't had I don't know what that was. That was something. The ratings went sky high for what? Oh, for the Oscars, man! Like they, they've been at an all-time low. So what I'm saying is this, this really just brought because a lot of people, some people don't watch TV no more, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. This actually helped the Oscars, if anything. You know, they, they, I mean, you haven't really had any news, and it's a good distraction. Like, we're just running into a damn food shortage right now. People ain't talking about that. They're not talking, they're just talking about Ukraine, and they just talking about this shit. They're not talking about anything else. Stuff that's really substantial right now to America. How does it help the Oscars? Well, ratings. You mean for next year's Oscars? I mean, this year, got that's the highest ratings it's probably gotten in a decade. So next well, year, all they gotta do is say, "Hey, Chris, you want to do it?" Chris could just hold out, not see nobody or nothing, and just say, "Yeah, give me X amount." They're gonna let Chris host it next year. I'm pretty sure. Oh, for sure, and you know, and he's definitely gonna make. It. Gonna say, hey, Chris, just say a little something about last year. He'd be like, "Hey, I'm here at the Oscar, but ain't nobody slapping me." He's gonna say a joke like that. It's gonna be something like that. Plenty of jokes if he was smart, because technically, if it, if he was gonna go down the litigation route. 
he could sue the Oscars for not having proper security. You allowed somebody to come on stage and hit me. Man, the Oscars, the FCC, ABC, I mean, we're looking at five, six different outlets. Well, definitely uh, Will's liable, but I don't think he's going to go down that route. But here's the thing. Doing the, the looking back on this, man, to me, this is the two sides of cooning. Mm. This is you got one one direction in the in the form of Chris Rock. Chris Rock, let's be real about it. Chris Rock's catered to whites for a very long time. You know what I mean? And his approach. Oh, yeah. to things. Guess what? His cooning worked because white America jumped on his side. You don't hear anybody siding with Will. And then the other no. direction. And then you got the other direction of cooning. You got Will Smith, who hasn't really directed any movies or anything really towards uh, blacks. Besides, you know, throwing out bad boys every couple of years. He, he, you know, he moved on with his uh, intellect and his wording. You don't really hear him saying a whole lot about what's going on right now with Black Lives Matter. None of that. Right. That's the other side of cooning, because now he has a whole race of people that don't remember him as the kid from West Philadelphia. They remember him as, you know, just a simp. And he doesn't have a community backing him. Yeah, and see, here's the thing about Will. Will probably figures, well, you know, let me just get the bread, and I'll just kind of stay away from the controversy. I don't know what he get. he might be doing something for West West Philadelphia. I don't know what he does. For all I know, he might just be one of the because you know you got some types to be like, well, I ain't gonna get in all this Black Lives Matter shit. I'm just gonna put a bag up helping me, you know. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Well, but, but here's the but, thing: where but, is the but, where where the, is the where, who's holding them down though? Is West Philly holding them down? Because right now ain't nobody holding them down. Well, Even I mean, he's in L.A. He's he's in L.A. So West Philadelphia, he probably. But I mean, hold him down as in come out and make statements in his behalf. Nah, he's not. I, I don't. I, I think they might have something over him. And I think when he did that, over him. You said what? Seems like a whole lot of people got things over him. I mean, every look. Remember, I told you initially when we heard about it, and we did we determined like, okay, this looks like this shit going to be kind of real. He's talking about. I heard him resign. And then you heard three people. You heard Davison. You heard the Mexican guy. I mean, you heard. And then I just played the guy from Entourage, the director from Men, talking about, oh, he says he was already predisposed to this type of stuff. From like Will. he almost was talking. Yeah, he was talking about Will. Wow. And you know, it, it's going to be more. So Rodriguez, did it, you get, did you see the I, Paul Rodriguez clip? I didn't see the clip, but I but I heard what he was saying about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, man, I mean, even if it's not true, at this point, this is the modern day black man, me too. Remember what they did before with Kelly and all this around the time of Weinstein and all these race soldiers that was raping women and stuff like that, and how they were kind of focused on Cosby and they were focused on the black folks as the sex predators. Yeah. This ain't a sexual thing right now, but the way that they're wording it, I mean, Anytime, man, you got five movies and you like, we taking you off of five fucking movies? Blockbuster movies. These are movies that weren't, that that tells you something. So now it's getting deeper. This is now propaganda. Because these people could have said this about him beforehand. But you know how Hollywood works. It's fake. It's like, okay, well, 
oh, this is an opportunity that's big enough, so now I can talk shit about this nigga because we have problems. It, you know, when you look at even with the Cosby situation, man, I'm just gonna say something that's gonna hurt some people's feelings. Half of them bitches that say did it, man, they were taking Quaaludes, fucking everybody on the planet, and they figured out they could get a bag. You know, when it comes to uh, those rape cases, or whatever, I mean, he wasn't even convicted of rape. Like, I mean, it was it was kangaroo court all the way. They found him not guilty, and they brought all these old hoes to say he did something. It doesn't matter whether he did it or not at that point. And they it's proved it, and they proved it wrong that he didn't do anything. It's all about wording, because if you it's all about if, wording. If you, if I go to the bar tonight and I bring a girl back to my room and we smoke a couple of joints, did me and her smoke some joints or did I give her some joints? You see how the wording is? Oh, he gave her some weed and then she was uh she didn't know what she was doing, you know. It's worded. He probably got high with those chicks and did Quelos with the girls, and then they won't flip it and say he gave it to me. It's all in the work, you know? It's all in yeah. the work. So so this is the black group complex. This is Me Too 2.0. See, Me Too was supposed to be... It's the same thing as that CRT intersectional BS, that concept. I'm not saying they should be taking history out of the out of the books for our slavery and stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the method that the white liberals use to say, okay, let's get a bag with the CRT shit, make it seem like we're so concerned, and let's get it, just like George Floyd, let's get a bag. Yeah, with this, it. what they're doing is they're saying, all right, Will, we're going to act like you murdered somebody almost. You slapped the nigga, okay, but they could have said, well, we'll put you on hold for the Academy or one or one, one movie. But the Academy's probably like the Union. I'm going to do some more research, but I suspect it's like the Union, where we could be like, look, we gonna put the calls on all your shit because look when there's when there's a new movie that comes out like this movie about this uh, slave from Louisiana or this enslaved foundation from Louisiana, well who who would play for it? Oh, we think Will will be good. Hey, call his agent. Will's like, hey, send me the script. The 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 budget might be a hundred million. Will be like, well, Will, we can only give you ten. Will might be like, hey, Phil Solomon is an upcoming nigga. I know him. Give him a million. I'll take eight. I really want to do this shit. I don't really give a fuck about the money. This story got to be told. I like it. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, you're an artist. You know what I'm saying, bro? You're, you're an artist. You're looking at it from a standpoint like, well, I could get more, but I want the story to be told. When y'all want to shoot, well, send me the script. We can make it happen. So now you got a lot of, because like Kevin Hart said, you know, there's only certain spots for black actors. You know what I yeah. mean? And white. So now that you got a couple. Who who do you look at as the next young, next black actor that could take Will Smith's spot? Because I think they might, like you said, they might just be given. You might see Bad Boys Four. With somebody else in Will Smith's spot, uh, I mean, it might be. I mean, you really need him to. Let's be clear about that. You really do. But you know, I mean, there's Mike, there's Michael B. Jordan. I mean, you know, you, you got. I mean, there's a lot of other people that they that they could try to get. But it won't be the same. I think he benefited the most from um, what happened. Who? I think Michael B. Jordan benefited the most from what happened at the Oscars. Cause I think he's gonna be getting a lot of uh, Will's roles. 
Yeah, and see, and here's another thing that they're gonna start doing. And this is this is also a target on black males' backs, not from the stereotypes, but from the stereotype propaganda where they're like, "Hey, Michael, you're not gonna slap anybody like Will is you? You know, you you know, we black, bro. We birthed the job where where something happens, and we're the poster child for black folks. And you know, they'll come to us and say, "Hey, Bill, DP, did you hear about what happened with this? And you're like, hold on, motherfucker." I didn't do that shit. You know, no, you ain't gonna put that on black folks. You know, you 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 know how that how it goes. You know, you be at work and some white guy may come up to you like I heard that there was a story um and where it was a brother was at work and all they were talking about was just this slapping that then occurred. And they're referring to him trying to find out well, what do you think about this, Jerome? And he's like, hey, so now. Now they're imp- they're invoking their racism against you as if it's well, hey, we want to see what you think about it. You're like, okay, I'm working. This ain't really got shit to do with me, but you're black, so we want to know what you think. And you're like, okay, no. That's that's all cap over there. That's big cap. So now listen to this real quick before I before I segue into something else. You mentioned the two sources of humor. The niggas versus black people, that was one of Chris Rock's most famous routines. Now, he said in a 2005 60 Minutes interview, can you hear me? Yeah. He said that he won't do the joke again and probably never will because some people that were racist thought they were had a license to say niggas, so I'm done with that routine. That was an accidental. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, Rock, like even earlier when I heard Chris's brother, now, it could have been for showing games, but what I heard is he's playing Tupac. So he's kind of like trolling. Him. He's like doing a Takashi. He's playing Tupac. Tupac all year? Is that what he, he said? said? All year. So basically, I'm rubbing it in your face, nigga. Your wife really wants Tupac, not you, nigga. You just will do. So, He's kind of rubbing that in, in, in Will's face because Will wrote about that like in his book. Like he he had, he was jealous of Pac because his because Jada, let's be clear, if Pac was alive, she wouldn't be with Will. He's jealous on, of someone even alive. Yeah, because she still has a place. She he still has a place in her heart. If you could resurrect that nigga from the dead and sprinkle him and bring him to Pet Cemetery and he'll crawl up out of the grave. I mean, why wasn't he with Jada when he was alive? He wasn't going with Jada. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I I don't know if they were romantically linked, but they were tight. But she admired him. Everything he's ever done, from rap to Will Smith has conquered everything, from rap to TV to movies. He's hit the pinnacle in everything he's ever done. I know, but but he's a simp. He, yeah, he'd be jealous of somebody A that's not alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, he, because the person that he, he desired his children with has a special place. Tupac has a special place in her heart. And she probably, every now and then, she probably brings him up. We got to call her. Yeah, she'd have to be gone. Pat, out of my Pat Z, Pat Z, where you calling from? Pat Z? She'd have to be the world, man. If she's bringing up another man, I'm Will Smith and gave his hood rat 
What Jada would is Jada ever starred in a movie that was hers? I mean, she was just set it off between Latifah and she was in some, you know. But but the thing is, can you all hear me? We can hear you. Where you calling from, Pat Z? Uh, Dublin, Ireland. You you calling from where? Dublin in Ireland, Republic of Ireland. 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 Okay, Dublin, Ireland. Oh, come on, leprechauns and banshees, Ireland. Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. How you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm okay, boy. I'm okay. Oh, okay. Okay, what's I, on your mind? Uh, I think, uh, like, for Will Smith, I think it was a bit of a, a bit of a bitch slap. Like, Chris Rock didn't even stop smiling. You know, it was a. What do, do you reckon it was a real proper slap? Do I think it was a real slap? Proper slap. Yeah. I, I mean, it looked pretty proper. I mean, he apologized. But you know, when you slap somebody in the face, they usually, you know, touch the face. You know, like if I was to slap you in the face now, you'd be like, well, you slapped me back, obviously. But then, you know, when someone smacks you in the face, you automatically put your hand up to your cheek. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Let me ask you this. Ask you this. Are, you married? Are you married? Um, no. You have a girlfriend? I do. Okay, so if someone okay, made fun of her ment or physical condition in front of the whole world, how would you react to that? It's Chris Rock. Come on, you're sitting there front and center. It's you not know? a it's not a comedy show. It's an award show. So yeah, but it's Chris Rock. You know, you know you're gonna get the piss taken out of you sitting before you rows. You know, <laughs> that's what he's there for. So he's there, know, to, to, he's there to roast Yeah, well, yeah, it was it like he said it wasn't even that bad. You know, which it wasn't. You know. It was a G.I.J. and fucking joke. She wanted it to be about her. Let, let, let's be clear. Yeah. She wanted it to be all about her. And you got to think. She always wants, Will, she, she always Will, wants shit to be about her. Will, it, you got to think. This man's making top 10 hits. He got platinum plaques. He's done work with the biggest artists in the world. And instead of her just sitting there goofy ass down and enjoying the show... She could have, yeah. she's an actor. She was in the Matrix. She could have put on a fake smile and said, All right, man, go get your Oscar. Because look, let me tell you what would have happened. Now, what you could do, because that last movie, King Richard, great movie. I sat there and watched it with my wife on HBO Max. You could have went and did that movie with the slave from Louisiana and the Enslaved Foundation of Black. They could have went and did Right Two. You could have went and did all these other movies, blockbuster hits. But see, this is what happens when you're a simp in a cup. When you're a simp in a cup, you end up with a woman like this. And, you know, no disrespect to his kids, but man, this is going to look real funny style in a minute because that affects his children too. Oh, your, your dad likes to slap you. We don't want to do a deal I, I, with I think you, the, I, I, I think they're affected in any way. Yeah. You know, you see Jade oh, wearing uh, skirts and Will is always kissing them on the lips when they're on live TV, you know? Even See? He's not wearing a kilt. He's wearing a skirt, right? 
A skirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> but what about? Oh, yeah. Now, what about Jada having sex with uh, the kid's friend? Don't you think that's going to upset upset his mentals? Was this August Alcina? Yeah. Isn't that uh, the the friend of Jada? Will could have any bitch he wants, you know that way. See, yeah, basically, you know, True. like True. the dude has made and spread the Fresh Prince, you know. He played a great role in that. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. DP wanted to be. I don't know what the new version is like. It's a bit darker, isn't it? What is it? Um. Bel Air, I think it's called Bel Air, the new Fresh Prince movie. Yeah, nobody really, nobody really watching that bullshit. I didn't even pay it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get you. You know, and it, and it's not because, you know, it, it it ain't nothing to do with Will. It's just like okay, the first one's a classic. You know, I'm not gonna jump over sure. and watch this bullshit on ABC so I can see them push their little intersectional agenda. I I don't know if they're pushing that, but I suspect. It. I suspect that it's always going to be like that, but we're gonna have all that. But DP in the caller, I, I'm 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 still baffled by how is it that Chris Rock is getting a pass for this? Because he's a comedian. What DP? How can you say that he's a comedian, so he has a right to insult someone? Yes. That's I don't feel he insulted her though. He, did he insult her? Yes. You know. How did he know that? How, you got to think. This man said she had a GI. If you watch G.I. Sh- James. If G. that was Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor years ago. She'd have got the same fucking joke. Hey, Sinead. Come, come G.I. Jane. She got the G.I. James. Now, let me ask you. If he would have asked her, hey, hey, Jada, where's your wig? Would that would have been worth slapping him? Well, I mean, I think no, Will. Is... It... Sorry, go ahead. And I, I think he's catching too much blame, and I don't think Chris Rock is catching any blame right now. Chris Rock that... shouldn't have no blame because he was hired to, to, to you got to think, he was hired to roast people. He's a comic. Because now what you got to say is like this. It's, it's like giving me a job saying, all right, get on the Bagland podcast, DP. We want you to report the news. And I start calling out race soldiers. I start calling out the white supremacists. I start calling out the hood rats, the dusty dudes. And then Spotify comes back and says, well, DP, you can't say that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Y'all motherfuckers is paying me to say this shit. You like my program and you want to invest in me. And then you say, well, I'm going to cancel you. And I'm like, you're going to cancel me for what you hired me to do? Really? Now, what what, what I feel is is, is what you're saying is a street. In the street, yeah, if you do some shit like that, you you know, you're in the real world, you get dealt with. But we're at the Oscars, dude. You could have pulled him to the side, or you could have slapped all this. Why didn't you slap the man that was in bed with your wife? That's the real question. Why did you slap him? For real. I mean, Chris Rock was a pretty fucking, he was an, an easy target. Yeah, I mean, Chris Rock, is he's a small guy. Oh, okay, and even better yet, if we really want smoke, see, he's trying to channel Tupac. You hate Tupac so bad that you know your wife likes street dudes. August Alcina was a young street dude. 
Tupac was a street dude, and 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 you like she likes bad boys, so you resent her for that. But you really don't want to get rid of her because you know that she has something over you. What do you got over this nigga, Jada? I want to know. She's probably with the P Diddy Bone Club, you know. You don't want to maybe. Where they hang out with the blue oyster and shit, you know. I think he doesn't want a nasty divorce. And then, like you said earlier, she don't want that. La- she doesn't want that Smith gone from her last name because she's irrelevant. Yeah, because yeah, you take you take Smith out of her name. What is she? Just pink. I mean, okay. Go back, the, go back to the clumps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she won't. Now, here's the thing: if she takes the name, if they take the name away, you know, she's still gonna get a bunch of these little feminist bullshit sob stories. She's not going back to Baltimore in the ghetto. But what I'm saying is, man, is, you know, she's going to have money. Just like Jeff Bezos, right? But she has a taste for, like, okay, now listen to this. Now, y'all asked about her films. You said, what films did she have? All right, so, all right, now, hmm. now let's go back. Let's go back. Oh, wow. Very interesting that I'm getting ready to say something. Someone's not going to like this, but I got to say it. Pinkett Smith is of Jamaican and Bajan descent on her mother's side and foundational black on her father's side. So now, that makes a lot of sense. Let's be very clear. If you look at Rihanna, if you look at the Nicki Minaj's, a lot of them Caribbean women that's on the forefront of Hollywood, rap and stuff, they have a lot of whorehouse mentality. They do. They have a lot of that. So what I'm saying is is now that I never knew that about her. So when you hear her talk about, well, her grandmother taught her how to masturbate. Where was her grandmother from? What the hell? Think about it. No one knows closed doors. Her grandmother was from either Jamaica or Bajan, whatever they said. She wasn't no foundational. So I see where some of that, that mess comes from. And then look at this here. It says here. I mean, like Bob Marley had like up to fucking she went 15 to, to 18 children with three different women. That's a Jamaican thing. It's, it's, you know. This is crazy that you're saying this shit. I was watching a show called 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance. And this was, no disrespect, but this is, we got to talk history. I was watching a show called 90 Day Fiance with my wife. And, and this is thing called uh, the Family Chantel or some shit. You know, I don't like the reality shows, but I watch it with her because she likes Uh, it. I I, I know the show you're talking about, yeah. So, basically, there's this dude, he was from the Dominican Republic, and even his mother and his grandmother said, he, he, no, the dude was trying to find, his name was Pedro, he was trying to find out, damn, who was my father? His mother was a hood rat that was dealing with a married dude, so she had two children out of wedlock with that guy, and... This this little kid, this little black kid, now he don't know who his father is. So he's asking his mother, Mom, who is my father? And this broad keeps making excuses on why she can't tell him. She, he finally finds out. So now he goes to the elders. He goes to his mother. He goes to the grandmother. You know what they tell him? That is Dominican culture. Get with the program. 
you yeah. might as well have some bastard babies yourself. So when I talk about the Caribbean and that's they get down like that. That's their culture. That's the, exactly. Yeah. That's their culture. Yeah. That is their culture. And people say, well, you know, you shouldn't say that. That's their fucking culture, dude. I mean, Bob Marley had Rita Marley, his wife, and he was going out with Miss Jamaica. Now, and all these ladies knew about each other. And they all had children, boy, Bob. it's That's a Jamaican thing that I know, even though I'm a white dude. I, when she know, met I, Pac, she was a dope yeah. dealer. Her mother was a heroin addict. So what I'm saying is, is I, I'm not cashing dispersions, but I'm speaking facts. This is, you know, no, she probably it, figured, okay, well, let me let me try to get out of this, huh? She was a dope dealer. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But now you now you see why she like August so much. She look at Will like this lame ass nigga. He got money. Okay, cool. You got to think. He was chasing her down. She didn't even want the nigga. Yeah, she probably just married. I think she married Will just to make her. Shine look yeah. good, you know, to make her, yeah, so you know, I was at a nice so clean man beside me. Huh? He's been simping and cucking for a long time, but let's get back into her movies. The movie, okay, the first Menace of Society. That yeah. wasn't a super <laughs> duper hit. That's a classic, but it wasn't a, okay. Jason's lyric, low down, dirty shade video. Yeah. Demon Knight. I mean, okay, let's let, let's talk about the stuff that really gets into the. Uh, okay, she was in Ali. Um. She was in. I'm talking about okay, Matrix. That's all from him. All of this and stuff was, is from him. She was bald in that also. She was with, with all of this when she met him, he put her on. Get you okay? Right. Those were bit roles, she wasn't starring in any of them movies. Now, she was in The Nutty Professor, that was big. But, um, let me see. When did she marry Will? Hold on. Let's see. Because then that, that's going to determine. Okay, 94, low down, baby. Shame. When did she marry Will? Okay, she married Will 97. Big Willie style. Y'all remember, get jiggy with it. So, okay, platinum plaques. Again. You that's what I'm saying. You, you she was in in '97. She wasn't in no major shit until she met this nigga. Nah, no, she was a she wasn't. Okay, look, Princess Monica, true. Welcome yeah, to Hollywood '90, Scream Two. Man, she didn't set it off. Was in '96. She wasn't in no major shit until look, Maniac McGee, Ali. Okay, so her major thing was Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolution. She was in Collateral with Tom Cruise. Madagascar, I'm man from '97 all the way up. It was Will, right? Look at the role, the difference in roles from '97. And you minute. pay him so by getting on table talk with with her mom and teaching her daughter this deviant shit by basically talking about nine year olds masturbating and doing entanglement. That's how you repay him. That's what's messed up. Like I've seen a few things about, uh, about the family, you know, with, with Will yeah. and his son, and they have this thing about kissing each other on the lips on TV since he's been eight years old, right up until he done the crack kid teenage years, and Will is forcibly grabbing him and kissing him on the lips. I don't get that. 
I know there's a big conspiracy and you know about the industry and the hip hop and all this shit, but obviously there is something going on, you know. Yeah, so you know it's 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 you know it's, it's bigger than what I thought it would be in terms of the roles, and ultimately now it boils down to the movie roles. If if this is the new precedent now, because here's the bottom line: Chris Rock, he's on top. Nothing's gonna happen to Chris Rock because Chris Rock will say, "Hey, you know, I apologize." I mean, he kind of lightweight apologized after the joke. Like, you know, you could tell he was kind of looking like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, said, it was a joke. It wasn't, you know. He said, I love you, Jada. But after he, him, after he slapped him, Will sat down and he was still talking shit. He started hollering. So now the Academy said, okay, nigga, you want to be Tupac so bad, we about to take these movies off your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we 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 gonna we gonna take these movies off you. We'll see how you fare. Now he either gonna coon it up. I mean, you got everybody. You got Jim Carrey. You got you got all the white folks. You got a whole bunch of sambos. You got a bunch of coon ass sambos, basically saying, you know, um, oh, I was so harmed and I felt sick and all this, and you know, it's like okay. You could be disappointed, but hard being sick to your stomach and all that. That's all. That's all talk. You see Chris's uh, fist, fist is clenched, you know? He was ready to swing back. And I was looking at Chris, Chris, one of Chris Rock's brothers, who's also a stand-up comedian. I think he has nine brothers or something, you know? Yeah, they called it out. That's what I'm saying is, you know, he done kind of put himself in a position now. You got to think, Chris might be like, you know what? I'm not going to mess the bag up. But his other brothers, you got to think. He got family members that can catch Will somewhere at the airport. It ain't hard to do. How's not? That's what I'm saying. That's what I would do. If my little brother was getting an award and he told a joke and someone took it the wrong way and a guy walked up and slapped him, and he decided, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hit him back because I see the bigger picture, whatever. Like me personally, if somebody slapped me, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him wherever we are, don't matter where we're at. Yeah. But what, I, what I'm saying is, is the Rock Johnson present, and you had I said that. You said what? You know. What if he just said it to The Rock? If The Rock had to the Rock, the Rock could have grabbed Will by one hand. Yeah. And 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 he didn't. He wouldn't even have to slap Will. Will's not a small guy. The Rock could have grabbed Will by his neck with one hand and muff his ass and, and cause him to fall. And that would have been. And, and Will's not gonna run up on him again. That's where the bullying stuff has been coming out with these people saying that he's a bully. That's what ties into what he did there because he went after Chris Rock because he know he Chris Rock. Suge Knight was a bully. Will's a simp. It was, it was yeah, but DP, how can you be a simp and a bully in the same sentence? You're not really a bully. I'm saying, who are you bullying? You have one situation where you slapped the guy on TV and you lost all your movie roles. Who's, who's, who's getting bullied? What about the person from the producer from Entourage? What about he Tommy? Didn't get what about Tommy Davis' claims? 
I don't know what what happened to Tommy. What did Tommy <laughs> say? Tommy said that he on the academy big time. Yeah. Well, he resigned from the academy. I took the wheel, you know. Here's the thing. If he if that would have been Holly or if that would have been somebody worthy that wasn't putting him through entanglements and doing all this goofy shit and didn't have this fucked up sexual background. See, he's still you gotta think. We're looking at it from the standpoint like, okay, it wasn't worth it. But he's looking at it from the standpoint like, okay, this is my wife. She still don't respect that nigga. She still wants to fuck this. She still thinks about August Alcina. Don't get it twisted. She still thinks about that little dude. August dumped her. She probably had to let him go. I mean, she had to weigh her options. Like, okay, Will Smith or August. But how did this come to to be known? That is August the one who told everybody that he was messing with her. I think she probably just broke it off on him and basically said, "Okay, I'm about to get back with my husband." And he probably was a little heartbroken, like, okay, you done manipulated me and you had me all up in the crib and all that. And then he probably just said, well, fuck it. I'm going to make a song. <laughs> you know, he's a young guy. He's like, I mean, it ain't going to hurt him. He could always go down to me saying, yeah, I done fucked this simp-ass nigga's wife. But don't you it, think that's it, too? To fall in love with a woman? You said what now? Don't you think that's simpish for a young kid like that to fall that in love with a 50-year-old woman? I mean, it's 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 simple, but it, but Will looks worse, and here's oh. why. August, he can just keep moving. Will has to stay and take it. I mean, you seen her on the table talk. She was talking shit to this nigga, talking about nigga. I got permission. I don't need your fucking permission. Give a fuck about your platinum plaques and all this shit you got, nigga. I'm Jada Pinkett Smith. And he just sat there looking lame and, and sheep. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. Hey, Paz, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna keep the show going, okay? She said, uh, she said, I'm, all right, take care. I'm tired of you. She said, I'm tired of you. And, uh, if I was Will, I'd have said, hey, you could have left everything and went right back to what you was doing. I don't think Will Smith should have should be jealous of anybody with all his accomplishments, but he don't look at it like that. He's looking at it from a standpoint, you got to think. He done invested all this time. Thanks, thanks for calling again, Tazzy. Um, we will done invested all this time, and he's gonna keep on doing the movies. He's an alpha in the movies, and he's a beta at home. She probably be telling that nigga some shit like, you know. If they have an argument, whatever it is or whatever, she probably could say something like, August got more balls than you. And he's just going to accept it. Damn. That's tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you look at the table talk, it was brutal. It was like, damn, it was hard to watch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you could see, you could tell by watching that table talk that he had been crying prior to them going live. Yeah. <laughs> He had been crying, you know what I mean? Oh, she was ruthless. And the more simple she looked, the more brutal she was laying it on him. I mean, look at look at her defiance. Look at how she was looking at him. Like when he asked her to explain something, she tried to act like she didn't know what he was talking about. She was like, What do you mean? She said, I didn't, I don't have to ask your permission to do anything. Yeah. 
And then what he said, he said, oh, I got to stand by my baby. I was up with you with the press conference and all that. I mean, real, real simping. Where is she at now? Why hasn't she made a statement now? Will's getting ready to lose everything. Because guess what? Is, DP, not to cut you off, but guess what the next thing is? They're going to pull Fresh Prince from syndication. Whoa. I can see Watch. that. Watch. Because they did it to the Cosby show. Nickelodeon, Whoa. Nick at Night, all that. They pull, they're going to pull Fresh Prince this week. Watch. By this time next week, when you go live, that Fresh Prince will be pulled. From you, and he's also the executive producer of this new one. This is his baby, the Bel Air. That's his. That's his. His production company's doing it. That'd be halted. Watch. He fucked up a lot of bags. Not just for him, Martin, for for Bad Boys Four. And to tell you how much I forgot about Will DP. I didn't even know they had a Bad Boys Three. Damn. That's how much I forget, man. I man, I was looking at this brother like he. What happened? This ain't the Will Smith from Fresh Prince. This ain't f- from uh, parents just doesn't understand. This guy's changed. He's been here's the thing, man. It's really been no difference in the last 25 years. I mean, that's always been Will. I mean, parents don't understand in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, he was... All that shit, that rap shit just segue into getting to the movies. I mean, like you said, he's been in the big ones. Independence Day. Enemy of the State. Uh, he He's had major, major, major variety of... I mean, I Am Legend. That's one of my favorite. We're watching it today. Like, we're not talking about no bullshit movies. Let's let's look down the list. Hold on. Let's look down the, down the list here. I want to just go down the list just so I can let you know the magnitude. All right. Now, listen to this. Now, I was not bullshitting when I made that statement. I was not as accurate, but I was not far off. As of 2021, his film grossed over $9 billion globally. He done made these folks $9 billion making him one of Hollywood's most bankable stars. All right, now look. Now, I just want you to go, I just want you to see. Let's look at the awards. Now, listen to this. Big Willie style, American Music Awards, he won that. Parents Don't Understand, Best Rap Performance for the Grammy. He won a Grammy in 89. That's huge. Then he won another Grammy for Summertime. Then he won, and that was 92. 98, he won another Grammy for Men in Black. Getting jiggy with it, 99. He won back-to-back Grammy. Then in 89, Parents Don't Understand, MTV Music Awards. He won that. Men in Black, he won that. Just the two of us, he won that. Getting jiggy with it, he won that. 99, Miami, he won that. Soul Train Awards nominated. World Music Awards 2000. He won that. You see what I'm saying? Best Actor in King Richard. Academy Awards. He won that. Think about it. Out of all those awards you just named, the Oscar was the pinnacle. And he he diluted it because out of all that body of work you just named, going forward, the first thing anyone's going to think about with Will Smith is the slap. Yeah, and see that's my point. The second you thing did all of that. 
to pro- to protect what? Jade is not even a sound investment. She's not a sound investment. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Yeah. See? Keep my wife's name out your mouth. You see, no one will hold them accountable in an interview because the first thing I'd ask them is, why'd you go, how'd you go from laughing to all of a sudden committing? Because people don't, I don't know if people are realizing that that's called assault. Yeah. There's no sugarcoat now. I don't care where it is, if it's in the workplace, if it's anywhere. If you, you hit somebody without being provoked, that's called assault. He should have been arrested on the spot. He should have been cuffed, and then they should have asked Chris Rock. That's what they do to us in the hood. When we hit somebody, they'll cuff us and then ask the motherfucker if he wants to press charges. He got off, he got off very he got off very lightly because that man should have an assault charge on his record. But I don't know. Now, what would you do, DP, if you were Chris Rock right now? Oh, I'm going to the bank. You're suing? It, oh, I'm going to I'm going to the bank. I mean, I, I'm not gonna sue right away. I'm I'm holding it over these white folks' heads. No, I'm talking I'm about touring. No, I'm touring. I'm getting all the bread. I'm gonna use all the multimedia, all of that. Cause he can cut a deal with the Oscars. He That's can tell what I'm saying. Let me host four Oscars in the next ten years, and then I'll leave y'all alone. Yeah, let me get four. I'll do. I'll do the next couple four Oscars. I'll do the next four Oscars, and y'all gonna pay me. Y'all gonna pay me. Uh, 10, 15. Now, who did who who has Chris Rock put on that's black? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. He might have had like some comedy things or whatever the case may be. Put on Tiffany Haddish. He built Tiffany Haddish's career. Yeah, yeah. And then Tiffany, she put some folks on. I can honestly say she did. She did a couple shows on Netflix where she put her name in front of some stuff and put some stuff on there. Listen to this. I forgot about the Suicide Squad. Like, when I'm talking about blockbusters, bro, I mean, look, Independence Day, that grossed 18, million 96. That's his first, that was his first real, That that's that's the movie that made him realize I got my bag in Hollywood now, in the movies, right? Well, even before that, I mean, Bad Boys... Was now I remember when we were kids. Independence Day was a real was a oh, real man. Fun. Yeah, bad. Yeah, Independence Day was was it. I mean that that was a that was huge. Like okay, because he did he did six degrees of separation, which was weird. That was ninety three. That I didn't really pay attention to that. But Bad Boys ninety five, then Independence Day, then Men in Black, then Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State was cool. Wild Wild West. That's what um, Lisa Bush, right? And then Legend of Bagger Vance. I never paid. It was like a sports film. I didn't pay much mind to that. That was with Matt Damon and Will Smith. But then he came back with Ali. That was good. That was a big one. That was um, huge. huge. And then Men in Black too. Which was and Bad Boys too. Huge. Um. Then I Robot. That was big as hell. I am Robot. I Robot. That was pretty big. 300, 300 million. Is that him too? I am legend. Um, let me see what 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 came next. Oh, he was on Shark Tale. He was he did a voice for that. Then he did Hitch. Those are, uh, yeah. fat white with the fat white boy. Yep, Pursuit King. of Happiness. That was big. That then was I am legend in Hancock. 
damn, man, he got a huge body of work. Oh, nobody can really rival seven him. pounds. That was big. Then the Karate Kid, then Men in Black three. So Karate Kid, that was that was with him and his son. I, I think he put his son on for that one. And he was in it too. Uh, I think he might have produced it. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Because how I um, his son that role if he wasn't producing it and all that. Then Suicide Squad, that was big. And then Bright, that was big. Then he did Aladdin, that was real big. Gemini Man, I mean, man. Then Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, see, he's his so, body amazing. So what we're talking about here is you're throwing away all your shit for what? When did Bad Boys for Life come out? That was like maybe a year ago, a year or two ago. Really? That was it. It came out not too long ago. Not too long ago. Oh wow! See, so, I, mean, I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. He he has a diversified portfolio. Not really. If you take the, the the three bad boys out there, he hasn't done any movie for foundationals. Well, Besides, the- he, he, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't done a lot of historical movies. But this oh, new emancipation, emancipation would have been good. Black based movies. What yeah. I mean, but what you know, like Black Bad Boys is a black based movie. You know what I mean? He's acting more hood in that. And, but uh, yeah, the one that that. But well, you got he's a cop. I mean, you know, niggas don't like cops. So I mean, that I don't even consider. I don't even really consider that a black based movie. I mean, you got two black actors. Well, but you got to think of it in this regard. The man has generated. You said nine billion dollars. Right in revenue. I mean, if his fan base is still intact, you got to think he'll come back after this timeout. He'll take a little timeout because you, unless he's really ruined his brand to the point that fan he don't have fans no more. Because that's a lot of people that are fans of his. Nine billion dollars in revenue. Nine billion, bro. You got to think these studios will bring him back after. Depending on, he's got to be remorseful. He has to cry. And he has to uh, go to anger management. That's he the first come, thing. He, yeah, he can come back. And, I, you know, I, I would like him to. But I tell you what, he would be better off cutting cutting his ropes because he, she's problematic. And I don't think he will do that. So he's going to have to make a decision. Like, okay, do that now. Look at all the shit he's been through that he ain't quit her. Yeah. How's he gonna quit her now? I don't make no. But my thing is this: is she? Where's her public red table talk, where she's defending? Oh, no, action. she ain't gonna say nothing. She's not gonna say nothing about this because, see, her her bag. You gotta think, his bag is her bag. So she don't really respect him, but at the same time, she's like, well. She don't really want to hold the responsibility to say, yeah, I should have jumped on this nigga back and said, don't you walk up there. I don't know what you're doing. Because she she knew what he was going to do. Let's be very clear. She's not stupid. She knows, like, okay, if he gets upset, he's not just going to walk up and shake his hand. He, he's going to walk up because it's like if a dude walked up on you. You he, I mean, he walked up fast. You know, like, okay, this nigga walking up on me, he's about to go down. You're going to square up. Chris Rock thought when he was walking up, he thought he was like gonna playfully hug him or something. He didn't. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it was an ambush. That was an ambush. But what I'm saying is, his wife knew that was that wasn't playful. His wife knew. You would thought if she's a real supportive, real wife that's gonna hold him down, 
any fight I've ever been in, and if a woman was around, she's trying to stop it. Yeah. Especially if it's about defending her, unless she's on some cornball bullshit. She should have got up. She really, like the caller said, she should have laughed. Laughed it off and kept yeah. it moving. Yeah. But, but in the same token, I keep going back to the same point. That was not a comedy show, and that was not a roast. When you go to a comedy show and you go to a roast and you're sitting in the front row, you can expect the comedian to say something to you. This was the but Oscar. why was Chris Rock, why was a comedian hired? Okay. Yeah, he's hired to tell jokes. I get it. He, he, he's, he's, you got to think. He's not, when, when he's the host, if, if you're not getting a comedian, they could have just got me or you. You just got a no-name motherfucker if you don't mean anything. No, you're going to get Chris Rock. You're going to get a big person. So the the, the, the the question becomes now, is that the standard at the Oscar? Can you slap someone at the job, not get arrested, not go to jail, not lose a pay cut? Can you smack somebody that says something? Because see, here's the thing. Chris Rock, if he apologized, the weight of the world is now saying, well, you didn't have to hit him. That's been established. We don't have to debate that. Right. But the thing is, is you hit him. He didn't hit you back. And he apologized. Well, we'll apologize, you mean. We'll apologize to the people that were there. That Instagram night. is bullshit. Rock didn't really have to apologize because he didn't know. He didn't know about the alopecia shit or whatever like that. And alopecia, you can't die over that shit. It ain't cancer. What is alope- alopecia? Is a disease. You lose your hair. Yeah, it don't really, you know, you lose your hair. You're not going to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna die, but I understand that. I understand that. All I understand right. that too far. You know what I mean? Now, but now, this- now, now this makes sense about George Clooney. I don't think. Well, now, what happened with Clooney? Clooney was making jokes about Will saying, "How do you deal with this guy?" Or how do you? And and she she was laughing. He was doing like a Zoom call, and she was laughing. She didn't defend Will. Man, I don't you know see what, what I'm saying. So, so what I'm saying is, is even if he was joking, now that starts to bring into even some of this other stuff. We're even speaking about it now. Speculation, speculation in America means death to a black man's back. Doesn't matter if he doesn't. Because now, what you could say is this: the narrative can be. Remember what I what did I tell you that other night? I said, bro. The narrative is going to be is this guy safe? This big, this big burly black man. That's what they're gonna say. Is this big burly buck? Is he safe? That, you know what I'm saying? Right. Is he safe? That's, well, that's, Karen, Karen's so, gonna be worried. Yeah, Karen is gonna say, well, you know, oh, he slapped he, he slapped Chris Rock. Will he slap me? And people are already talking about, I mean, you got Tommy Davidson, you got a bunch of Sambos, you got race soldiers all coming out. They could have talked about this last week. All right, Rodriguez, They could have talked about this. On the set of Ali, 
He said that uh, he felt that Paul Rodriguez was still in a scene from him. So he told Paul Rodriguez, according to Paul Rodriguez, he told him, we're in Africa. There ain't no Mexicans in here. You keep running your mouth, I'll finish you. <laughs> That's what he, oh, shit. What Paul Rodriguez is allegedly saying that Will Smith told him. Tommy, oh, Davis, Tommy Davidson came out and said that he had did a scene with Jada where he was kissing Jada in the scene and he said that Will came in his trailer and told him that was too passionate. And Tommy Davidson told him, isn't that what we supposed to do? Make it passionate? He said that was too much. I mean, listen to this. This is five hours ago. This is on ABC News. I mean, look, listen to this propaganda. Will Smith slap continues to reverberate through the entertainment world. I mean, they're making it seem that they trust somebody. They said reverberate. I mean, this is funny. I mean, man. Okay, let me see if I can see the finest Paul Rodriguez do so we can analyze this and we'll close out. Yeah, you said Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, I sent you the clip earlier. Paul Rodriguez. It's it's only two. Okay. It's from inside. Okay, this is okay. So this is. Let me see. I'm gonna download it and we'll upload it. Listen to it. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Yeah, they ain't living off the residuals of uh, set it off. And, no, uh, hell no. They, they they living off of Matrix and all, all the shit that Will put together. All right, listen to Comedian this. Comedian Paul Rodriguez says he's experienced Will Smith's rage up close, and it's horrible. When he I, I'm a mute. I'm a mute you just for a second. So, so all right, there we go. He turned around that smug, that, that, that look like that. I'd seen that look before. I, I feel like I got slapped every day with a verbal abuse. Rodriguez worked with Will Smith on the 2001 movie, Ali. Look like a butterfly, sing like a bee. Will Smith packed on 35 pounds of muscle to play the boxing legend. His startling transformation earned him his first Oscar nomination. Look how good I look. Rodriguez says during filming, Smith became a real-life Jekyll and Hyde. I'd be walking around and he'd hurl some insult. You know, I, I just kept it in. I went, what am I going to do? Rodriguez was cast as Muhammad Ali's boxing ring physician, Dr. Ferdi Pacheco, a role he traveled all the way to Africa to perform for the rumble in the jungle scenes. Rodriguez says the real-life doctor showed up on the set, and that's when things turned nasty. The doctor allegedly ranted that his character didn't have a big enough role. Rodriguez says the doctor hurled racial slurs at Will Smith. After that, Rodriguez claims Will Smith took out his anger on him. Will Smith says, you better be careful. You're far away from anyone who likes you. Where does that come from? I mean, what do you mean I'm far away? He goes, ain't no Mexicans here in Africa. I said, what? <laughs> Rodriguez even kept a diary of the traumatic experience. Oh, shit. The insults just continue. Uh, that, that look that after he uh, hit uh, that, that look of impunity. And I'm saying to myself, I, it went from one of the happiest moments of my life to a horrible situation. Rodriguez's scripted role was cut 
and he was basically reduced to that of an extra. I had lines. I didn't audition to be an extra here. It was, it was humiliating. Oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> he said, you're far away from anybody who likes you. There ain't no Mexicans out here. Damn, that's just that's just surprise it will. This is he knows how to play it off in the in the media if that's really now. What about our Aunt Viv? Aunt Viv said he got her fired from the set of Fresh Prince. Now you guys remember when they went from dark Aunt Viv to light Aunt Viv? Yeah. <laughs> she ain't got nothing nice, but she been talking about him for years. She didn't just start now. Paul Rodriguez and Tommy Davidson just came out with that now. Older's gonna be more. I mean, this is I mean this is like this cancellation culture shit. I mean, it's it's out of control. It's like you're literally, bro, going to have this is gonna be like a me too. This is gonna be the me too of Will Smith. That's what this is. The me too of Will Smith. I mean, they're acting like this nigga shit. It's gonna be the next documentary. Survive. <laughs> Watch, they're gonna bring all these motherfuckers and said he was they was bullied. Tommy Davidson, a grown ass man, talking about somebody bullying him. The fuck out. <laughs> I'd have told him, man, I kissed Jada on the scene and a whole lot of other motherfuckers and kissed her. She probably thought I was Tupac. Man, hey, look, if they have a if they have a surviving Will Smith, they they gotta get August. Oh, he's gonna do oh, it. Front, August needs a check. It'll be front line, bro. <laughs> August needs a check. He ain't, you know, he ain't putting up no money or nothing. August is hurting. I see oh, him not He's doing too well. Yeah, I mean that nigga was up there in a little ass apartment shooting knife with some niggas in New Orleans. Yeah, it ain't flowing, bro. <laughs> he went from oh, to, the, to the yeah, they, you gonna see, but the first thing is. Within seven days, Fresh Prince will be pulled from Hulu, all that. And then all oh, Will's man. movies. Watch. All his movies will be gone. Like, didn't R. Kelly, didn't they pull all his shit from Spotify and man, all that? They, it all. they made it till he couldn't even get a bag no more. He couldn't even get no money on his books in jail. Nothing. You know what I mean? Will, the great thing for Will is he's Will don't have to work a day in his life. Yeah. Yeah, he's Four good. generations of the Smiths don't have to work a day in their lives. Now, Willow, not too long ago, wrote a letter to Tupac. To Tupac? Yeah. The daughter. Like, you know, like a, if he was alive, like a letter oh. to him. It's like, man, I don't know. I, I don't know how he got caught up in that kind of situation. I guess it's simping because, uh, man, if I'm Will Smith, forget being Phil Silent. If I'm Will Smith, I'm not going to be with any woman that's not on my nuts. Yep. Yeah. Talking about another man, a dead rapper who ain't done a tenth of the things that I've done. That body of work that you read off about Will Smith, there ain't too many people in Hollywood that can do that. No. That have done, done. I mean, he's done more than. I mean, I really can't even name you anybody that's done that from the rap game to the movie game, and and we're not talking about like. I mean, he's done more than two. Seriously, Thank you. I mean, but Cube, the Cube's credit, Cube 
didn't coon. Coob cooned no, up. He didn't, yeah, 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 he didn't coon. Blackface movies. You don't even sit and up he, here doing no bullshit. Yeah. Like, some of the movies that uh, you read off from Will Smith, I didn't even, once Bad Boys 2 was done, me and Will was done. <laughs> I until I heard about the uh the, the the entanglement, I said, Man, what the fuck happened to Will? He's crying and shit. And, it, it, and then Jada looked horrible. She hasn't aged well at all. No. <laughs> I mean, but in the same token, I could understand your point. If I'm a comedian, here's this lady with a big ass bald head sitting in the front row. She getting it. <laughs> and you gotta think, you ain't got no problem. You didn't humiliate this nigga in front of the world. I mean, it was beyond comedy. It was like, I mean, you, you, you mean, I mean, you really made you made this a seminar special, and you got the nerve to tell to 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 be upset because the nigga roasted you a little bit. Now, but who initially put it out there that her and August was this August that initially did it? Put it out there? No, man. I mean, they was they was painting the town red. I mean, she oh, was doing this. I mean, they was on Instagram. They was in hotels. I mean, oh, they was wow. at award shows. Like, she was basically rubbing it in this nigga's face. Like, nigga, you simp-ass nigga. I got this Tupac nigga. I got this street nigga. I got a real live street nigga in front of me right here. You just a lame-ass nigga from West Philly, born and raised. Then, then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the last playing b-ball up to no good. And yeah, a couple started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one silly fight, and my mom and dad said I had to move. <laughs> the see, told you right there, he's a simp. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh right man! 